We have Netflix and Hulu and HBO Go. The volume's turned up and the lights are down low. I stream, you stream. Hello and, and welcome, welcome to I Stream, You Stream, the Binge Watchers podcast with John Wilson Bennett and Olivia Osel. She's Olivia Osel. And welcome. Hello. Been a minute. Did you miss us? Bet you did. Aww. Bet you did. Mom and dad. Just kidding. My mom doesn't listen to this. No. <laughs> but she certainly has opinions. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so do we. Hey. And that's why we couldn't get past three episodes of The Hunters. Yeah. So this show. Um, Amazon Prime. It looked interesting. It looked they like. They hyped it, it up. Yeah. They There's hyped it up. There's a giant billboard in Times Square. Yeah, it looked like it could be fun. Um, And, you know, part of me kept watching because I still thought it had a little potential. But it's just the problem is, is, you know, you know, and I'm. All I have to say is. Some of the writing was really unbearable for me and maybe somebody else can enjoy it um i'm sure some people are going to watch the show and love it but for me it was just like really 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 bad dialogue and it made the actors when you couldn't even hear some of the stuff like some of the dialogue because the accents are so thick yeah Um, i wanted someone to turn on the subtitles and then that ruined it more and then yeah. yeah so violent you know it's nazis are in 1970s america and there's essentially you have you have nazis who have infiltrated american government and then you've got a essentially a vigilante crew spearheaded no these are these are basic plot points okay these are these are intro things you've got nazis and then you've got a a vigilante crime fighting nazi hunting crew spearheaded by al pacino who plays a holocaust survivor i'd say the most intriguing parts of the story for me are um the grandmother and her story and when they go back in time and um and show like what life was like for her when um nazis were persecuting people yeah i don't know if it's based off of a graphic novel or what it has that vibe it kind of has i don't know there's yeah there's like they'll break out into like choreographed dance numbers it, it, it's a weird show i mean that happened once no there was other no, moments though know. other well it's yeah, like it's weird it's, yeah he'll have these have like, like a fantasy game show moments. Or the, yeah there's like these weird like drop character like, we're not in a normal linear plot show. We're fun and different, but it's really bad writing, so it doesn't matter. Right. Shouts out to whoever we auditioned for who wrote that show. Yeah. Sorry. So I would also say. What? Um. Sorry, I <laughs> broke my mic. Um. I would also just say that it's. Yeah, it's it's not for everybody, but if you like gratuitous violence, 
Go for it. Go for it. I just almost wish they would have streamlined it. Like some of that stuff, like there's almost some like Ocean's Eleven type scenes where they're like showing the heists and showing how they're like setting up these attacks. And then like there's so much extra bullshit. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's a really good idea. Right. And like, and that's why I was intrigued to watch it. And that's why I kept on watching it, even though I was kept on having this feeling like, oh, God, this doesn't feel right. And that's so corny and that's really off. But I was still excited by it because it is a really good premise. And the almost would have made a better movie. Yeah, maybe you know, it I mean, made a it, there's movie. so well because it's doing the thing too with TV where there's so many characters that they're trying to introduce and like show how many characters can you really kind of explain their backstories, mm-hmm. and then you just have to care. And I think that's the other thing, like the characters that it it it's showing you like some of the biggest characters. And again, this is our opinion. Three episodes in, who knows what the rest of the season's gonna be? Yeah, maybe it gets better. We're not going to go through that for you guys. No, because we tried. We we watched a few, we and did. then we said, this is not for us. And then, the, and then we kind of felt like, but it was kind of fun. So we went back into it and then couldn't even finish burnt the again. third episode. Yeah, no. burnt again. So not very many scoops from us. Great show. The Outsider. The outs- Is it The Outsider or The mm-hmm. Outsiders? Outsider. Or just Outsider. The Outsider. The Outsider. (laughs) Great Uh, show. Great show. Uh, I would say, okay, again, not perfect. and Not um, perfect, but really great acting and a lot of great writing. Yeah, they... It all... It needed... It just felt rushed at the end. Yeah. Um, They build a lot. And then I think for the finale, I was really excited. And I just kind of, after watching the finale, I was feeling like, huh. And plus they kind of ambiguously set up whether or not there's going to be a second season. And the thought I had watching it was, this is a really, I think HBO is doing really good with these like one-offs, like Chernobyl and stuff. And this new show that's coming up, Plot Against America, like these short mini series yeah. I'm all about. Um and I, I don't know if I could get excited for another 10 episodes of of Outsider. Because it's like, where do they go? Like, Yeah. And without getting into too much, it's Stephen King. It's a thriller. It's a horror. He's dealing with the supernatural. Uh, you know, I was surprised by how well they kept me even after like the initial mystery was sort of solved you know um you you know do you know what i mean i don't all i'm saying is there's like a huge mystery at the beginning of this show and for uh, many episodes in and but then it's like revealed several episodes before it's truly over um and i was still completely in it till the end well and see that's where it's kind of a mystery but it's also kind of not a mystery like that's the premise well right i mean if it was just a mystery then it wouldn't have still remained interesting right well yeah but also i don't know i i would say is it worth it yes would i ever watch it again no agreed (laughs) <laughs> um, and that's kind of how, so f- 
finishing out what's coming with HBO Westworld. I cannot get excited about Westworld. Yeah. I sort of loved it for a moment. Um, part of the reason why I can't get excited about this new season is because I still don't know what the fuck happened in the last one. Right. And that I think is, I haven't talked to a whole lot of people, but that's exactly how I feel about this, uh, which is we'll see what happens, but I'm not like you. We've talked about it. We're going to watch a couple episodes because we've already watched 20 hours of Westworld. And we went back and rewatched one. We did the whole like go back, get excited for this n- the next season, and we rewatched one. And I actually think I was like more confused after rewatching one <laughs> for uh, when two came out. But like even two, like two was just it was really unfortunate because they fucked with the timeline, and you were essentially watching three different timelines, but they never explained it until like the last episode, and so the whole season was just confusing. Because they never fucking explained that you were watching three different timelines. So it was always like you were watching things happen without ever having the context for what you were watching. And therefore, like, no emotional uh, blanket. And I always come back to, like, do I give a shit about the characters? And I think that's the tough thing with, like, a show like Westworld is at the end of the day, I gave way more of a shit season one than I did after season two. And season three, they're playing on this, like, everything hangs in the balance. This is free will isn't free. And it's like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What is that? Like, I guess the joy of starting a show is that you get to build a whole new world. And so it's super interesting. And then as time goes on like they feel writers and producers and creators feel this need to make things like so much more complex and maybe that's like what we want on some level but like then how does it get so far off course i don't know yeah just doing too much maybe so i don't know we'll see i wonder if there's a way to like do less and still have it be good yeah like fleabag Exactly. There's oh my god. There's a lot of shit. Right. There's a lot of shit like that. Yeah. Speaking of doing less, I don't know, something that's doing enough. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. We loved it. Binged three seasons and a half. And then kinda fizzled and <laughs> and then went back to try to like keep going. And I gotta be honest. I'm shitted out. You're shitted out. <laughs> I'm shitted out. I, it's, um, it's I'm not shitted out. I'm just like, n- I don't care as much about David's new storyline. And the sh- show seems to be like extremely revolving around his little. because he's the writer. Oh, well, that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> I just, you know what it is? It's like, uh, how is this guy so emotionally stunted? And I and I just don't feel so interested in seeing him as an adult react like a child every single every time. single time yeah. to 
because it's also so transparent too. And it's like, you know, I have, he reminds me of a friend that I had, but she was like 19 and like 20 years old acting like that. And even then I thought it was immature. I don't know. I guess it just kind of loses me there. Yeah. Because the rest of it is still, I mean, it's still great. It's still enjoyable, but yeah, I don't, I guess I don't feel like I need to binge it. No, no. And I mean, you know, maybe someday, years from now, we'll go back. I have been rewatching The Office just briefly. I think I said that last time. And now I'm past the Steve Carell part when he leaves. And I'm, and now I'm like, well, all right. I remember why I stopped watching it originally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you take out, you take the best part of the show away from the show. Like, like John Krasinski's great. Yeah. But he's I not. I mean, it takes the perfect conditions to create life on Earth. Do you know what I'm saying? And we saw two movies today that perfectly illustrated that. So at the Natural History Museum. Yep, something about volcanoes in 3D, and which we both napped through. And worlds beyond worlds. Earth. World. <laughs> okay, doesn't matter. The point is. Which I did not nap through, but I was very much frustrated with. <laughs> because, okay, yes, you're at the Hayden Planetarium at the Natural History Museum, but a little bit I was like... This is basically just a YouTube video. Wow. Like, I want to see... I thought we were having a romantic, life-changing experience. But I guess we were just watching a YouTube video today, guys. So when you get engaged, (laughs) you, like, have to force yourself to go on dates. (laughs) Or else life just becomes the same banal routine. (laughs) And you forget what it's like to be in love. Uh, No, but seriously, though, I actually, like, really enjoyed... A lot of parts of both of them, and I, I learned. I had fun hanging out with you too. Thanks, yeah, and I learned a lot. I actually learned a lot of things that I didn't know before. Um, would highly suggest getting a membership because getting a membership on a family plan, like even if you have like roommates, I think you could probably do it. Um, because you get a ton of movie tickets, and you get to see all the exhibits. And you don't have to worry about, you know, because if you just want to see the general things, it's. A it's suggested donation, but if you want to go, if you go twice, it pays for itself. Yeah, just do it. Um, okay, so uh, we watched the movie yesterday, which was the song, the movie where everybody forgets that the Beatles existed. Um, it was really sweet. It was cute. It was a Danny Boyle movie who did Slumdog Millionaire, but he also did Train Spotting, and I would say it's a lot more in the vein of a Slumdog Millionaire than a <laughs> Train spotting. Yeah, it actually really made me appreciate the Beatles even more. It made me like, maybe just think like, holy shit. Like, they really did come up with all that. And isn't that amazing? Like, creative people like that, I just... Genius. So inspiring. Genius. It's so inspiring. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so give it a watch. I mean, yeah. It's, it's like on a, HBO. It's like a, a sprinkle of corny and... But it's not in a way that's unbearable, unpalatable, or. And it's also it's not a kids movie. What is that? It's not. 
Oh. It's not a kids movie, so like that's the other thing. Like it's it definitely is It's fun. Yeah. It's worth a shot. Yeah. You'll recognize some of the faces from minor roles from Game of Thrones. Okay. As I'll will be like the case for the next like fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but also freaking Kate McKinnon's in it and she's great. Yeah, she plays she's yeah, hysterical. she plays a, a a Hollywood manager and she's very funny. Very funny. Um And tonight, we just went and saw Hangman by Martin McDonough. Um, And if you're in New York, it's going to run through July something or other. Uh, It opens later this month. Definitely go see it and go rush it. We showed up at 9.15-ish, 9.20-ish this morning. And we were like the six people in line. Um maybe as buzz grows that will be harder to do but we got I mean, it was a monday like i yeah. feel like there were a few circumstances in yeah. our favor but we got rush tickets and we were in like the second row and center second center. row center and it was great it was really it was funny there was tension there was heart there was darkness there was all the classic martin mcdonough stuff but it was really well directed and really well acted yeah, it's got Mark Addy, speaking of Game of Thrones, Robert hey. Baratheon. Um, and it, it has a few other, like, it's it's the same thing with all the Brits. Like, you've, you've, you're going to recognize, like, four of the faces. From Cutie from Downton Abbey. Yeah, stuff like that. And it was fun. It was a fun show. It was funny. Really um, well paced. Really well paced. Um, Frankie, I know you're not listening to this, but if you are listening to this... I am literally texting you as we talk about this, so um, I can't share all the spoilers on this, but it's a show that definitely has you talking, just like when we when we saw um, The Thin Place, mm-hmm. which is a show that, honestly, I think that's, if I had to pick like the best thing I've seen, it would be that show, but I would definitely say this is, in terms of like, since we moved to New York and yeah. live theater, this is up there, though. Like this, I this think would they're at a, they're probably at a tie for me. Yeah, in terms of like you should experience this, I would definitely put it up there. Um, you know, it's it's a, uh, it's not kid friendly, um, which is is nice, because uh, you don't have any kids screaming in the theater. I don't know, just if you can rush it, even if not, I think tickets are like fifty bucks. Yeah, today ticks or if, you know TKTS or just it was go. a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Figure it out, get your butt there. Um, besides that, I think I don't think there's anything. There's two shows coming out on HBO. Liv's kind of given up on Curb. I'm still watching Curb. Um, oh, we talked about maybe doing Parks and Rec, and then we got halfway through the first episode, and then Liv went to sleep, and I was like, that's about a sign. <laughs> so, we'll be fine. But that might be, oh, oh, and then I think we said this last time, but West Westworld, or no, West Wing, we're, we put West Wing to bed. We couldn't make it through a full season. Yeah. It's depressing to watch government shows right now, but also... Yeah. It's uh, all. Y- uh, just, uh, just read books, you know. Just give yeah. up and read books. That's yeah. 
it's about to be baseball season, so <laughs> I'm gonna have a baseball podcast coming out, a daily <laughs> baseball podcast. Wow. Yeah. Big news. John I just talks. found that out. It's called John Talks. John Talks. <laughs> Can't wait. It's called Twins Talk with John. Wow. It's going to be great, John guys. Talks, Twins Talk with John. going to be great. I'm going to be the hype man. Going to be the best talk show and with himself uh, ever. We released our ASMR podcast. It was a live uh, recording event um, that nobody showed up to, so... Um, we didn't, but I'm <laughs> sure that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> All right. Um, well, when we watch something that's really delicious, we'll get back to you guys and let you know. Yep. Uh, and let us know if you like the weekly show of us talking about the same show every week as we go through it. Or if you like kind of the long form when we finish stuff. And the code word is pitted dates. Mm. Pitted dates. dates.